Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is awareness versus consciousness. We're going to distinguish the two. What are the differences between awareness and consciousness? Let's start with awareness. To be aware is to know or acknowledge that something exists. It's to simply have the information that something is real, that something is happening, that you are experiencing something. Okay? So we become aware of our physical environment. As children, we come into the world, we become aware of our physical environment. We're removed from the womb at birth and we acknowledge the environment that we're in. We become aware of the environment that we're in. We become aware of the people in our environment. The first person that we were intimately, physically connected to was our mother. So we become physically aware of the presence of our mother from the time we were in the womb until birth. And when we come out, we tend to gravitate to that familiarity, that sound of her voice, the energy that's coming from her body, the scent of her body. Babies can pick out their mothers. Babies are aware of who their mothers are. So when a mother walks into a room, the baby can identify. The baby is aware that this person here is my mother. Even though the baby cannot articulate that, the baby cannot speak, but through the baby's action, the baby may cry, The baby may show signs of joy and excitement. The baby may turn their bodies, you know what I'm saying, towards the mother. Because there is a level of awareness that this person is my mother. And there's also a level of awareness that this person is my father. These people are the caretakers, the caregivers for this child. So there is also a biological connection, a genetic connection, an emotional connection, a mental connection with these people. So that baby on the basic level is aware that these people are his or her parents. They are the persons who are taking care and providing this child with the basic need. Now as babies, We're not just aware of our parents. We also are aware of our physical environment. Because when babies are removed from certain environments that they are comfortable or familiar with, they cry sometimes or they get uncomfortable or they display some type of behavior to let us know that they acknowledge there's a change, that they are aware that something is different. And when they are placed back in that environment where they're familiar with or comfortable, then you see a sense of 
calmness or satisfaction or some type of sense of security. So the babies are aware at a young age that they are in a different environment. They're aware of who they're with, okay? They also become self-aware of their bodily functions. The baby know that they're hungry, they want to be fed, they know that they have a need to eat. And when they act a certain way, they're communicating with their parents or caretakers that they need to be fed. So self-awareness is something that starts very early. It starts doing infancy. When a baby becomes aware of their biological needs, the need for food, and if they soil themselves, if they pee or they defecate, they become aware of that, that they need those things to be removed so they can get comfortable. So babies are very self-aware of their physical bodies. They self-aware of their physical need, their need for safety, their need, you know, to be protected, their need to be comfortable, and their needs to be fed. And also, babies are also aware of their need for love, for nurturing, for comfort. They know that. You can see when you pick up a baby and you cuddle the baby and you hold the baby and you're giving the baby physical attention, the baby shows signs of being happy and content and calm. And when they're denied that or they're deprived of that love or physical comfort, physical touch, or that type of nurturing, they become uncomfortable. And they show that by crying, by being disagreeable. Sometimes they don't eat sometimes have a difficult time sleeping. So at a very early age, we see babies are self-aware. And that self-awareness continues to grow into when they become toddlers, when they become uh, young adults, before that, teenagers, until they get to be older. So self-awareness is something that naturally happens. So we have awareness of our environment, We have awareness of the people in our environment. We're self-aware of our own physical bodies. We're self-aware of our physical needs and also our emotional needs. So once we become aware, we're becoming aware of many things, sometimes simultaneously at the same time. We're becoming aware of ourselves, self-aware, becoming aware of our environment. We're becoming aware of our emotions, of what we feel. We become aware of objects, things, things that we possess, things that we want to own. As we get older, we become aware of our greater surroundings. Outside of the home environment, we become aware of our neighbors, of our neighborhood, of our communities. We become aware of places, other people who come into our lives, extended family members, neighbors, strangers, doctors, teachers. As we grow, we expand our environmental boundaries in which we travel places and we open ourselves to other people. So awareness is, is something that happens on all levels. We become aware 
of physical places, emotions, objects, things, systems, places, and we also become aware of habits and patterns and routines. We become aware of situations and circumstances. So we can be aware on multiple levels. Now, awareness is not just a human experience. Obviously, animals are also aware. And plants are also aware because they've conducted studies. When they touch plants, they react. Either they can draw towards something or they can kind of withdraw away from it, remove themselves in terms of their direction since they can't get up and run like animals or people. Obviously, animals are aware. They're aware of people who are around them. They're aware of their surroundings and they also are self-aware. They know when they're hungry. They know when they uh, want to be safe. They know when they want to be around someone and they also know when they have to get away to protect themselves. So awareness is something that happens to all living things. All living things have a certain level of awareness. This is a basic thing that happens to all living things. We have to be aware and we have to be more importantly self-aware. In order for us to function in the environment that we're in, we have to first become self-aware. We have to become self-aware of the basic things that are going on around us. All right, so we can be fully aware or we could be partially aware. Let's kind of talk about that. We can be aware in the sense that we're acknowledging something. We see it, but we not. sometimes we don't see it in its entirety. We can see it partially, okay? Like I said earlier, a child could be in an environment and they only see their parents. There's a whole lot of other things happening. There are other people in the room, but the child can become partially aware of their parents. They're not really aware of everybody else that's in that room and everything else that's going on. They only see one thing at a time, or they're directing their attention. Is that on a subconscious level, they're picking up on everything that's going on, but What they're focusing on is what they are aware of. So that could be a partial aware because they're they're not focusing on anything else but one thing. So that makes them partially aware. Now, fully aware is when a child is able to engage their awareness on multiple things that are going on at the same time. So babies usually have partial awareness and as they grow into maturity, they can become more fully aware. And the same thing happens to adults. Some adults can focus on multiple things at the same time. So they can be fully aware of what's going on. I can walk into a room and I can be fully aware of what's going on because I'm scanning the room. I'm looking at the people in the room. I'm looking at the objects in the room and I am aware of the situations and circumstances going on at the same time. So that makes me fully aware. And some people do have the capacity to be fully aware. They have the mental, the cognitive capacity or ability to be fully aware. They can see and acknowledge what's going on. 
and other people may be distracted or they're unable to focus on more than one thing at a time. To give something their full undivided attention, that makes them unable to focus on anything else. All right. These people sometimes have problem focusing. So we have fully aware and we have partially aware. Now, Awareness depends on internal factors and external factors. Now, for you to give your full attention, it could be that you have more exposure to multiple things in your environment, that you've been exposed to different people, you've been exposed to different situations, you've been uh, in different places, you had opportunity for you to expand your horizon, so to speak. You, you know, you have the, the opportunity to, to, to see multiple things. And therefore, you seek, when you walk into somewhere, you seek, you know, to be more fully aware versus someone who's been a little bit deprived of opportunity to have different things in their environment. So they tend to be more partially aware. All right. So that depends on your own experience, what you have been given the opportunity to see. So external affairs are things that are outside yourself, opportunities outside yourself, people outside yourself, conditions are outside yourself. Anything that's in your external environment is considered to be external of you. Therefore, those things can influence your level of awareness. Now, let's look at some internal things. Now, your internal factors could be how you perceive things, how your mind interpret things, how you process the information or knowledge, and your ability to be able to focus in on one or more things at the same time. So all those things are going to affect your level of awareness. Your level of awareness is impacted by internal factors that are going on inside of you and external factors that are, that are beyond your control. You are in this external environment and this situation with these people and all this stuff is happening that you're not in control of. But at the same time, you can develop a level of awareness where you're able to deal with those things at the same time. All right, so now let's discuss different type of awareness. How how can we get awareness? There are different situations that we find ourselves in that we become aware. We already discussed the self-aware. So self-aware is as long as you exist, as a person, you have the opportunity to become self-aware because as you get to know yourself, you're going to become more and more self-aware of who and what you are. And this could be on a very basic level. You know what you like, you know what you don't like. You know what type of personality you have, you know what, you know, you know what circumstances you prefer to be in and you know what circumstances you need to avoid. So the first type of awareness is, we said, is self-awareness. So that's something that automatically happens unless you're put in some type of isolation. 
and you're totally sensory deprived and you're not getting no information from anywhere and you're forced to go within and you know you're just in this oblivious place and most people are not going to be put in that situation they're not going to be put in a a deprivation chamber or they're not going to and some people who are incarcerated sometimes they could be put in a isolation situation where they are by themselves and sometimes you know it's kind of hard to even be self-aware at that time because you're deprived of everything so sometimes your mind just get blanks and you just completely detach now people who are traumatized can also kind of lose a sense of self-awareness they kind of detach from the body detach from the moment detach from the experience so you know it's like they are in a oblivious place so to speak you know they're in limbo so they may not be fully self-aware especially if they're trying to mentally escape a situation <coughs> okay so self-aware so different ways that you could be become aware the self-awareness is something that just happens automatically it depends on the individual whether they're going to be fully aware or partially aware now people can choose to be aware of certain things we're talking about deliberate awareness okay you're seeking information because you want to know about something i want to know about cars so i'm going to get information to become more aware of cars so we're talking about planning deliberately wanting to do something So if you want to know something, you're not waiting for something to happen for you to know something. You're going out and you're seeking that awareness. We have accidental awareness. Something that happened by mistake, an accident or something that's unintentional, something that wasn't planned and it got your attention. It's like Oh, I find myself in this accident. I got into a car accident and now I am aware of car accidents. I was driving around and I just got lost. So now I'm aware of this part of town. I'm aware of this route. So sometimes we can accidentally become aware of something. It's not our intention. We're not deliberately trying to know. It's not something that automatically happens because we are becoming self-aware. is something that just happened by mistake or by accident. Circumstantial, circumstantial. We find ourselves in a situation or circumstance that brings something to our awareness. Something that happened. I went to school, I got there late, and I had to go to detention. So it's circumstance. Now I know I'm aware of what a detention is. I'm aware of the principal's office. I've never been in the principal's office. So due to the circumstance, I am now aware of something different, of something new. So circumstantial is one of the ways that we become fully aware or partially aware of certain things. Now we have coordinated efforts, meaning that someone other than you wants you to become aware of something. they want to bring your attention to something so they have to coordinate 
They have to get together and make something happen to expose you to this thing, this value, this way of thinking, this lifestyle. So there there has to be a coordinated effort in order for you to become aware of this. Okay? So usually that happens in a school setting, any type of educational institution. It happens in church where people are deliberately trying to expose you to a religious ideology. It can happen in the government where the government is trying to introduce policies and procedures or rules or laws to govern your behavior. So you weren't aware of that, but by the government creating this law, it made you aware of it. Or you have an organization, they want to promote something, they want to get you to purchase something, so they be, they become proactive and create something, create a curriculum, create a program to make you more aware of it. Now, this is notorious in the advertisement field or the entertainment industry, where they create films and, and uh, marketing tools or you know ads to make you aware of a product. So this is a coordinated effort. This is something that happens on multiple levels, sometimes involving multiple people in an industry's organization. So people can become self-aware because of others, because they want them to know certain things or to be aware of it. So they coordinate certain things in a school, in a church, in a government or organization, and they become aware of it. Someone becomes aware of it because they were exposed to it. Now we could also have spontaneous awareness. Spontaneous awareness is personal revelations. You have dreams, you have visions, you know, sometimes you, you can go into a state of meditation or you're using your imagination or an intuition in order for you to tap into this knowledge. It's not something that was external, but it's something that was internal. All right. People always think that we become aware because of our external environment. That's absolutely true, but that's not the only way that we become aware. We also can use our imagination to become aware of certain things. We have dreams. We have revelations. We can go into a state of meditation and we could use our intuition Certain things can be revealed to us, we become aware of it. Some people who are very creative and artistic get levels of awareness by these means. You have writers, you know, they didn't really know about certain subjects, but they use their imagination, their creativity. They use their, their, their dreams, their visions in order for them to create something. And by creating that, they become aware. We can say that that could be a form of self-awareness since it's coming from within. It's not coming from an external thing. Okay? So there are different ways for us to become aware. Let's do a quick review. Okay? We could become self-aware. This is something that's coming from within. We're learning about ourselves about our bodies, about our minds, about our needs, our likes and dislikes, our behaviors. 
those are coming from within us. So it's self-aware. That's not something that somebody is teaching us, but it's something that we're learning about ourselves by just simply observing ourselves. Now, we can also become aware by learning from others. That happens all the time. People expose people to things, especially children. Children are always being exposed to things by other children. Okay, they may not know certain things, but because another child was taught something, they share that information. And sometimes that information is good, and sometimes that information could be bad. So we really do have to be cautious who we let our children associate with, play with, because they are also learning. At a young age, they're learning. They're learning habits. The habits could be good or bad. They're learning morals, values. They're learning what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. So you can be teaching your children good things, but if they're constantly exposed to children who are teaching them bad things, they will become aware of these things. And sometimes it can become an option and they may start practicing those things. So yes, awareness can be taught. People can teach people things, whether they're doing it with their behavior, their attitude, whether they're telling you something or whether they're showing you something. So we can become self-aware by being taught. All right, continuing, we could become aware by accident. It could be something that was unintentional, but we find ourselves in that position and we're learning about it. It could be circumstantial. It could be a coordinated effort, or it could be something that's spontaneous, something that happens from us going within. All right, now let's get into consciousness. What is consciousness? Consciousness is the state or the quality of awareness. So in order to have consciousness, you have to be aware. There is no way that you could be aware that you could be conscious if you're not aware. Okay? So we can be aware of something without being conscious of it, but no one can be conscious without being aware of something. So the prerequisite of consciousness is awareness. So you have to first have a certain level of awareness. You have to know that something exists. You have to know that something is there. You have to acknowledge the presence of something in order for you to grow into a level of consciousness. So consciousness is the evolution of awareness. So consciousness is to have the complete understanding of something. Awareness is to have the basic knowledge of the existence of something. Hopefully you all noted the difference. Consciousness, again, is to have complete understanding of something. Awareness is to have the basic knowledge of the existence of something. So awareness is simple. I know that it exists. I may not fully understand why it exists, the purpose of it, and how I can utilize it for my brain. I may not understand those things, but I do know 
it exists. I'm aware of the concept. I'm aware of the idea. Now, consciousness is when I choose. This is a deliberate thing. You don't become conscious by accident. You don't become conscious by circumstances. Consciousness is a choice. I want to have a greater understanding of something. This is something that we choose to do. Consciousness is to understand why something exists. Its purpose, its function. You know, you want to know more than surface information. You want to get a better comprehension of the person, object, or thing. You want to have a more in-depth, in-depth understanding. And how do we get a certain level of consciousness? We already know that you have to have a certain level of awareness. So until you have a bigger awareness, you have to sometimes study. You have to do research. You have you have to get more information. In order for you to become more conscious, you have to study. You have to invest the time and the energy and your resources to get further into the information, to get deeper into it. And some people, they just want to just know surface information. They don't want to become conscious. They just want to stay on the aware level. It's okay. Consciousness is not for everybody. You don't, everybody don't want to know. They don't want to comprehend certain things. It's okay because it may not be necessary where they are in their lives for them to know certain things and comprehend it on a certain level. They really don't need it. And uh, we're not going to become conscious about everything. We're going to select the particular areas that we want to be conscious about. And ultimately, a conscious person wants to gain certain level of consciousness about life, period, in general. And usually people who evolve to the spiritual level to become more spiritually aware, they usually take the step of consciousness. They take that route of becoming more conscious because they really want want to understand what it is that they are aware of. They want deeper understanding, so they're going to study. They're going to do the research. They're not going to just get the basic information that's given to everybody. They, They really want to have a comprehensive understanding of the subject matter. They want to process that mentally. They they want to utilize critical thinking. They really want to break it down to really understand. They want to get mentally intimate with the subject. They want to know what this thing is all about. They want to get personally familiar with it. They really, really want to get in it. They want to engage and connect with the subject. They really, really want to have a deeper understanding. They want to become conscious of this. Now, once you become conscious, you develop a certain level of respect for the subject. You know the value and the worth of what you're aware of. You develop a deep appreciation 
you practice gratitude for having something because you know its importance. You know that that object, that thing, you know it is essential in some ways. You know that it's necessary and you know why it's important. You understand that. So once you understand that, it's, you can easily develop a deep appreciation for that subject matter. Now, you're able to incorporate this knowledge into your lifestyle. You use it to make the changes that are necessary. You use it for your personal growth and your well-being. And you're also able to use it to help others, to teach others. So people who become conscious, they become very unselfish. Because when, if you're just aware of the subject matter and you're aware of something's existence and you, you are partially aware, you're not fully aware because you have to become fully aware of something to even entertain consciousness. So once you become fully aware of something and you really study it, you can develop a deep respect and appreciation for that. And obviously, if it's something that's good for you, and you understand the significance of that, you are going to want to put that into practice because you understand that knowledge. You understand the importance of it. And to be honest with you, that it's like consciousness is a very important step into wisdom because consciousness helps you develop wisdom. Wisdom is when you get a very deeper understanding and appreciation and respect for something. Let's get some examples going. I'm aware of food. I'm aware is something to eat in order for me to stay alive. When I'm conscious of food, I know the value of the food and how it can affect me physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually. I know what food to eat to get a specific result. If I'm trying to tone my body, I'm trying to lose weight, I'm trying to sharpen my mind, I'm trying to just get overall in a healthy place, I know exactly what food to eat because I have the knowledge, I have a deeper comprehension of food. I acknowledge the overall benefits, advantages, or purpose of a variety of food. To be conscious is to have a complete comprehension of something. So if I'm conscious of food, I may not be consciously aware of all the food that exists on this planet, but I know enough information to understand that for me to maintain a healthy diet, to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to be able to grow the way that I want to grow on all levels, I am going to have to consume a certain type of food. That is the difference between being aware and being conscious. So someone who's aware of food can eat any type of food. It doesn't matter as long as it's food. They can eat junk food. They can eat fast food. They can eat unhealthy food or they can eat whatever it is that's available to them. That is a person who is aware of food. So the person is partially aware of food or they can be fully aware 
of what food may be, but they don't have a complete comprehension of what is the purpose of food. So once they become conscious, they have gotten into that state where they understand the quality, the quality of food. Now, let's give one more example. I could be aware of having a relationship. I'm aware. I'm aware that I need to have a relationship. I can have an intimate relationship with a romantic partner. I have family relationship with my biological family. I have relationships with my friends, relationship with my co-workers, relationship with my neighbors. I'm aware of that, but I'm not thinking of quality. So when I become conscious of a relationship, I now know the importance of having a healthy relationship. I now understand the benefits of being with someone who is compatible with me, someone who is healthy, someone that's going to help me along my journey, someone that's going to be able to provide me with the love, understanding, support, nurturing, and care that I need from someone else. I see the opportunities available for me in a relationship. I see the companionship, the personal growth, the partnership, and anything else that can come out of it that is positive and healthy. So hopefully by me giving you all those two examples, it helps shed light on becoming aware of something and becoming conscious of it. So consciousness is the state or the quality of being aware. Okay, the quality. Now let's kind of talk about people who label themselves to be conscious. We have a lot of people who say that they're conscious. A lot of people are trying to practice a healthier lifestyle because they're aware that they're a good and they're a bad lifestyle. They, the lifestyles, they are aware of that. But when they become conscious of that, they take it to the next level. Consciousness leads to spirituality. And you're able to see things in a holistic way. When you are conscious, you're not just looking at things or situations or topics or people from one angle. You're not just seeing it from one perspective. You're seeing it from a holistic view. You're able to see the bigger picture instead of having selective perception where you just can see one thing one way, you can see the bigger picture. Okay, you can see the bigger picture. You can see multiple things going on at the same time or you can see the interconnection of everything, the interdependency of everything. All right, so to be conscious is to acknowledge the bigger picture, to see the different layers that are going on or the different layers in a situation or circumstance. So if someone say I'm conscious and they're closed-minded, they're biased, they're prejudiced, or they're judgmental, it's questionable how conscious they are. They may be consciously aware, but they're not 
conscious to the point where they can see the bigger picture and they can have an understanding of overall what's going on. Once you become conscious, that is going to be reflected in the choices that you make in your life. If you say that you're conscious about being healthy, you're not going to continue unhealthy habits. You're not going to be smoking a cigarette. If you say overall that you're health conscious, if you're health conscious, you're not going to do anything that is going to be detrimental to your health, physical health, mental health, emotional health, or spiritual health, or even financial health. Because if you're health conscious, you understand, you have a, you have a comprehensive view of what it is to have a healthy lifestyle. So if someone say they're conscious, I'm health conscious, and they're displaying behavior that is contradictory to that, then they are not conscious. They are aware. They are simply aware, but they're not conscious. Because if they're conscious, it's going to be reflected in their lifestyle. Their habits, their ways, their routines, it's going to show. A person don't have to tell you that they're conscious in a certain area. It will be self-evident. You will be able to see it. And you're going to be the one to ask them. It's like, what are you doing? Are you conscious? Are you practicing conscious living? Because if you're practicing conscious living, it's going to be reflected in every aspect of your life. You're going to be positive and you're going to be a better person. You're going to be healthier because you're practicing a holistic, more balanced lifestyle. And that lifestyle is going to be conducive to your personal growth and development. It's going to help you mind, body, and soul. But we have a lot of people who are claiming to be conscious. We're not being judgmental. We're not criticizing and we're not in any way putting these people down. But I just want you all to note the difference between being aware and being conscious. There's a lot of people who are just aware of things, but because they don't have a complete comprehension of the matter, they're not conscious of it. Because once you have a complete comprehension of something, you're going to be compelled to practice it. You're going to be, you're going to get to that point where you're going to understand that it is something for your greater good and it's something for the greater good of humanity. That's when you get spiritual because there's a certain level of consciousness. You being just aware of something is one thing. But when you step outside yourself and you see that you are part of a global village, you see that you are part of a cosmic space, you're not in this world by yourself, that your actions will have an impact on everybody else and everything else then you you have crossed the line from conscious to spiritual. Because we have awareness, we have consciousness, and then we're going into the spiritual realm. So in order for you to be conscious, you have to be aware. In order to be spiritual, you got to be conscious. 
So consciousness take you to the next level. Awareness is the first step. Just to be aware is the first step. Then you have to be conscious. And then you get to be spiritual, spiritually aware. And that's when you're able to step outside yourself and see the entirety of things. You're not limited to the surface anymore. You're not on the second level or the third level. You're transcending now when you get to the spiritual component. And you're going beyond the physical and you're going beyond the mental. It's more than that. Some people can actually handle consciousness, but not everybody can handle spirituality. Now, spirituality should be something that's natural. It's an evolution. You go from being self-aware to being aware of your environment and circumstances and situations and other people. You become conscious when you get a, a greater understanding and comprehension of people, of life, of circumstances. But when you are able to transcend certain things, You're able to step outside of yourself and you're able to see the bigger picture on another level. That's when you step into spirituality. So we're not going to judge anybody, but if you are saying you're conscious, we're going to watch your behavior. We're going to watch your lifestyle. We're going to watch the decision that you make to see if that reflects. And if it does reflect, then you are conscious. If it doesn't reflect, then you're still on the awareness level. And you have to work your way up to the conscious level. It is a level of maturity. It's this level of maturity. Emotional maturity that comes with it. Mental maturity. And time in terms of age. Living in this world, it usually takes time for people to get to know themselves, that's the self-awareness, to get to know their environment, to get to know what's going on in the world, to get to know how things work on a systemic level, and for them to get to the point where they can go beyond that, go beyond the physical and the material and get into spiritual concepts, spiritual ideology. Note that I did not say religious Because if you're religious, you're still on the awareness level. You're aware of certain concepts and ideas, but you don't have a deeper comprehension of it. You're not conscious. Because when you're conscious, you start to question everything. If it doesn't make sense to you on that conscious level, you're going to be willing to give it up. Because then you know that it's not something that is based on facts. It's not something that is based in the reality that we're currently in. It's not something that's going to help you grow as a person if it's based on fantasy and fiction and fairy tale and myth. It's not something that's real. So on the awareness level, you can accept that. Yeah, those things may exist. It's okay because you're not seeking a deeper understanding of anything. You're just aware of things. But when you get to that conscious level, You want to get a greater understanding. You want to actually see the proof. And you want to be able to navigate it. You want to be able to connect to it, engage. You want to be able to live it. And if that's not possible, then it's not a reality for you. Then you tend to discard that belief. 
usually that belief is a program or what we are called indoctrination. Our minds are trained to believe certain things, but you know, they're not really real. So when you get to that conscious level, you could distinguish what's real and what's not real. What's imaginary, what is fabricated. Your mind can kind of say, you know what? Nah, that is not for me. When you get to the spiritual level, you go beyond the physical, the material. You get into the more universal, the more collective. And it's not just you. You're part of an extended reality. You're part of, 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 of a living, you know, a, a cosmic group. It's not just you. you li- you're dealing with animals. You're dealing with plants. You're dealing with stars. You're dealing with the universe when you get spiritual. You know that everything has a purpose. Everything is interconnected. You're here to have an experience and you're going to cherish and appreciate that. You have the opportunity to be alive, to live, to manifest your dreams and your desires and to be in a position where you could actually contribute something positive to humanity. You want to get to the point where you can make a difference, a positive difference. That is the difference when you are spiritual. When you're conscious, you may not quite be ready to be as selfless, to be giving to the level where certain things don't matter to you anymore. You know, because you're looking for the greater good. So I really want everybody to think about where you are right now. Are you on the awareness level, the conscious level, or the spiritual level? And when we're dealing with spirituality, we're not dealing with any religion. We're dealing with a higher dimension. We're dealing with a higher level of consciousness. We're dealing with something that goes beyond this planet, something that's not just dealing with the present, but you have the past, the future. Everything is interconnected. And you want to be part of that experience. And you know that what you do now is going to affect everything within this planet. And it's also going to affect the, 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 the present and project it into a future. Into the point where it can even affect the past. So this is when you get to that higher realm of thinking. And that's the spiritual. But right now, I just wanted everybody to consciously be aware that there are three different levels that we could be functioning or operating at. We could be on the awareness level, which is more of the childlike level, on we're mentally on that first stage. You know, it's more of the childlike. And then we get to that conscious, whereas more you have the young adult hood. You know, you're getting into a higher level of awareness. And then you get into that spiritual state is when you, it's that level of high maturity and personal development. So we go from awareness to consciousness to spirituality. Okay. And a person don't have to tell you that. You can pretty much see where they are. And it's not good and it's not bad. It just is. Everyone is here having their own journey and their own experience. Some people are here just to be aware. That's it. 
Some people are at the self-aware stage and that's it. They're stuck in the self-aware. They can't even pass that. I mean, they're just oblivious to everything around them. They just, it's me, 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 me. They can't even see anybody else. Some people leave the self-awareness at an early age. They go into just being aware. They're aware of other people, the environment, and they're aware of other things that are happening. Some people want to go to a higher level. They want to see life and experience life at a higher level and they step into that level of consciousness. Some people are not content with that. Once they get to consciousness, they want to go higher. They get to the spiritual level. Now, unfortunately, we do live in a society that pretty much kind of kind of dumb people down and they don't encourage people to get to that conscious level. They really encourage people to stay on the surface, on the awareness level. Okay, just be aware, but we don't want you to start thinking. You start thinking when you get to the conscious level. If you're thinking, then you will challenge what you're being told, what you're being sold. You won't want to participate in this game anymore once you start thinking on a conscious level. So it is beneficial to the capitalists, to the people who capitalize off other people because of greed and power and the need for control, the message on this planet right now is to just be aware. Because if we do become conscious, we're going to elevate ourselves to a higher thinking. And if we become spiritual, we definitely could transcend. We could definitely start doing some serious work on this planet. Work of healing ourselves. Healing ourselves of the traumatic experiences that were imposed on us. Past pain, suffering, whether it be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, or sexual. When you get to that conscious level, that's when you know that you can start taking control of your life. That you can start performing alchemy. You can get to that point where you can change matter from one state to another. You can rewrite your story. You don't have to get stuck and see things from that child perspective. You're no longer a child, you're an adult now. So you have to elevate to that conscious level where you can see things differently. You can start interpreting things in a different way, in a more mature, positive way. So I just want everyone to just be aware of the differences between being aware, being conscious, and being spiritual. And I hope that everyone strive to get to that conscious level and from the conscious level, get to the spiritual. Because this is where we can do a lot of the work on the spiritual level. We can have a greater understanding of ourselves and who we are. We could become more self-aware on a, on, a, on a spiritual level and a conscious level, more so than we could ever do on the aware level. Because now you have more knowledge, you have more experience, you have more maturity, you have better understanding of life, of people, of relationships. So it's easy to go from that basic awareness to consciousness, to spirituality. But you have to actively take on that journey. You have to want to do it. You can't wait for it to happen by accident. Consciousness doesn't happen by accident. Awareness can happen by accident, but consciousness is a choice. It's something that we choose to do. After we go through enough life experience, we, some of us get the calling that there's something more. 
There's something else happening in this world that we want to be a part of. And it takes a lot of discipline, determination, hard work, energy, and time for us to choose consciousness. And we have to be able to make those changes once we get to consciousness to step up to the higher level of spirituality. Thank you very much for listening.